Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hello, Course Wizards. Welcome back to another episode. I am here joined with my co-host, Christopher Maselli, and you're listening to the Course Wizards Podcast. How are you doing today, Chris? Doing well. Welcome to Course Wizards, everyone. We love coming into your living room or your ears if you're jogging or wherever you are, uh, where we can talk about one of our favorite subjects, which is building online courses. I was so hoping you wouldn't say the gym because all gyms are closed <laughs> thanks to COVID-19 uh, coronavirus. Yeah. yeah, depending on when you're listening to this, they may have just opened or it may be a long while ahead. We'll see. Yes, it's it. Uh, from what I hear, I heard a newscaster say this is not a blizzard; it's going to be a season, like a winter season mm-hmm. instead of a snow blizzard. So, I'm hoping we all learn from this, move forward with headstrong and learning new lessons that we implement in our life. With that, let's talk about one of the most asked question in any Facebook group, Chris. How do you protect your course videos from being pirated? Yeah. How do you protect yourself? I, you know, I've, I've heard this for years from, but even before the internet was around from people who write books, cause I'm a writer and people were always concerned. Well, how do I keep people from stealing my idea? How do I keep them from stealing my book? That kind of thing. We're always concerned that someone's going to, that we've got such great ideas that someone's going to steal it. And, uh, you know, there is somewhat of a valid concern there because you hear about people who've had things like their courses stolen or their ideas stolen. But is it that big of a deal? Amit, what do you think? Okay, so right off the bat, if you are a new course creator, I'm going to say do not worry about this. And I'll give you an example, Chris, just like you mentioned, I still to date, but this was a lot before, like a few years ago, I used to come up with a new idea every day, right? And whenever I came up with a new idea, I wanted to implement it right away, first of all. But second of all, I didn't want to share it with anyone thinking, what if they would Mm -hmm. steal it, right? And for one one of my business ideas, I remember I even made a few people sign an NDA before I told them what the idea was, (laughs) which is uh, for our listeners, a non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. So so that's what we're going to recommend is that everyone, <laughs> for anyone who you have listened to your course, you have them sign an NDA first. And here's my take on it. No, not at all. Uh, I can shout at the top of my lungs with a billion or a trillion dollar idea and no one's going to care. You know why? Because everyone fails on execution. So my first thought is don't worry about it. Just create your content and get it out there because 95% of the people are not looking for pirated stuff. They're literally looking for a solution to their problem. That's right. And as long as it's fairly priced and, and that sort of thing, most people are not going to try and steal it. They're they're going to pay for what uh, they want to receive. But there are a few things you can do to help protect yourself a little bit. And a lot of these are not that hard either. So one, one, of the, one thing I want to mention is using watermarks. So a watermark, uh, you remember like on a piece of paper, you've probably seen a piece of paper before where if you hold it at the right angle, you can see something written on that piece of paper, like it's an impression that the creator of the paper put on it. Yeah. Well, you could do the same thing online. Uh, if you, you may have received a PDF before that has someone's um, 
uh, logo embedded on that PDF. Well, on videos, you can do that too. Uh, you know how when you're watching a television station and you see the little NBC logo or the CBS logo or the ABC logo down there at the bottom? Um, it kind of ghosted out. Well, you can put that kind of logo on your online videos, and they're called watermarks just as they were with paper. And uh, a lot of different services will allow you to do this. You have to look around when you're creating your video to see what they are, and some software allows you to do this. But it's just called a watermark, and you can put that on your video, and that's kind of a way to make it very hard for someone to steal the video and use it elsewhere. Yeah, one thing I would add to it is any video editing software, you can get creative and basically just add like scrolling text at the bottom or your logo in the bottom right left corner. What I have noticed people do successfully is not just add a watermark, but they also put scrolling text every few minutes, which says, if you have purchased this course through me, make sure to get your bonuses. And if you're... Uh, using a pirated site then you're going to miss out on those bonuses that's right that's right because there wouldn't be any then <laughs> that's a yeah good point. speaking of bonuses that that's my next point is build a brand as a mode of self-defense around your course because james shramko says this all the time that people buy for uh, buy for you but they stick around for like they'll buy for the content but they'll stick around for the community mm -hmm. so make sure you have a community in place whether it's Mighty Networks or our favorite new Zendler or as simple as a Facebook group, because that's what people are going to stick around. And the entry into that community should be through the door, which is your course. So if someone purchases a course, you open the door, let them in and shower them with so much love that they would never think of actually doing a pirated course and also have a membership where maybe you are giving away the course for free, but the membership is 49 bucks a month or something. Yeah, and really your brand, it can protect you too, because as if, let's say someone were to watch a video that was pirated of you, right? And uh, But then they hear you talking about your brand. When they seek out their brand, your brand, they're going to find you and they'll find all your other material. And so in that way, it's almost like a, a lead magnet that leads them to you. So use your brand rather as a way to lead people to you. And, and your personality works that way too. So let's say um, I'm not just showing videos of a PowerPoint presentation but I've got my face on screen. It's a lot harder for people to steal that because it's my face, right? It's very clearly something I have created. And again, it creates that personal connection where people will seek you out on the internet and they will find you from that. That is correct. Uh, but now there, there are other technological ways too that you can do this. So for instance, if you create a video on Vimeo, you have the option on there, I think this is just on the paid accounts, where you can connect it to your domain. So you can make it where someone cannot download the video, cannot steal the video, cannot watch the video, unless it's on your personal domain. Okay, the, the domain that you own on the internet, like for me, that's writingmomentum.com. Unless someone is watching a video on writingmomentum.com that I've created, they cannot watch it uh, or steal it or anything. So look for that in the different software and the different um, uh, video platforms that are out there. That's You can have protection from the platform. That's often an option that is um, uh, given to you. Yeah, I didn't know about the domain part that you can only watch on certain domains. That is definitely a good one. Mm -hmm. However, what I would like to uh, finish off this episode with is there is still... For 
every way that you try to protect your video, there is going to be a million other ways to hack it, right? right. And I'll give you the most simple example, Chris. You, just taking your example, say all my videos are hosted in Vimeo. I am embedding them in New Zendler by copy pasting the HTML embed code, and I allow that New Zendler's uh, domain to be viewed on. Correct. Right. What if I buy a course, I play it, and I start screen recording my screen? Sure. Boom. You could do that, couldn't you? You, you can, and then I can ask around. for a refund. Yeah, <laughs> you you can find a way around for sure. So I would encourage our listeners to stop wasting your time on worrying about these things. Chris, personally, I would be elated and delighted if someone pirated my course. You know why? Because that means that there is a demand for that course. That's right. No one's going to buy something that's not worth it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And if there is a demand for that course, that means people are, for example, Marie Folio's B-School, huge, like five grand worth of product, right? Same thing with Amy Porterfield's course, $1,500. Those courses get pirated every day. But people buy it because of the brand. They buy it because of Marie Folio, because of Amy Porterfield. They're not buying it because it's someone's course. That's right. You 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 can't stop piracy 100%, but you can build community and you can play the game of content where you're constantly coming out with new content that and that make it where people want to find you and not some other source. And and if you are at that level where your courses are being pirated, then you can hire a team of people to fight that to file a dmca complaint for to google who will then take those sites down so there are ways to do it we are not saying just give up on it right what chris and i want to emphasize on is do not spend too much of your time and effort trying to protect the inevitable instead do everything else that we just recommended that's right absolutely good good word and with that chris What's our next topic? I think the next topic is everyone's favorite topic, which is what are you digging? What are you digging this week, Amit? Before I get into what am I digging, I want to thank one of our listeners uh, who actually sent me a private message. His name is Eddie. So thank you, Eddie. And he said that when we mention a tool... Uh, we usually mention the name of our tool, then we talk about its benefits. But by that time, this uh, our listeners have forgotten the name of the tool and we don't mention it again usually. So we are going to take that feedback and incorporate it in starting uh, this episode. And I'll mention the name of that tool first. I'll tell you why what it does and then I'll also mention it again. And Very thank good. you so much, Eddie. Thanks, Eddie. We appreciate that. With that, I am digging Bonjoro, which is a video app. And it connects with Zapier. And what it does is every time you receive a new purchase for your course or your product, you can set up alerts that Zapier automatically creates a new task for you in Bonjoro. And once that task is created in Bonjoro, it's basically a video messaging platform where you create a private video for this one student of yours and you send it. And this works great to build a rapport with your students if you're selling a I'm doing this for a $17 product, Chris, but you can do this for higher priced products where say you have a $200 product and you want to personally thank people that they purchase your product. It'll Your Bonjoro will show all of these tasks that are created for you, which are basically videos that you need to record and it'll have the person's name and the product they've purchased. So you can say, hey, Chris, thank you so much for buying my course and I just want to welcome you to the community. 
Very cool. So is this more of a task manager or is it an actual video uh, software system? Uh, so it's an actual video software, but instead of sending them a text message with a video, you're using Bonjoro and they can play it in their browser. Very cool. And it's automatically um, uh, setting up a task for you to let you know that, hey, you need to record this video. So it does it does both those things. Yeah, the automation part happens through Zapier, but they mm -hmm. also have their built-in workflows. If you uh, upgrade to their paid one, I'm right now on their free one, which allows me about 50 of these messages a month. Wow, that's pretty good. 50 a month. That's what most of our listeners who are uh, beginning with this or even who just have just a steady but small um, uh, amount of sales each month, they could use this for absolutely free, huh? Yeah. And then their pro plan goes to like 390 a year. But it is great if you want to um, build that rapport with your students and show them that you care. It's it's an amazing tool. I love it. Very nice. So we will put that in the show notes with a link. The product name is Bonjoro, B-O-N-J-O-R-O, -O, correct? Yes. All right. Check out Bonjoro. That's what we're digging this week. And meanwhile, be sure to um, uh, go ahead and leave us reviews. Let us know what you think of this podcast. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. And uh, help other people find it and encourages us to keep recording more. Thank you, Chris. And thank you, our listeners. Stay safe. And we will see you on the flip side. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Ahmed Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.